Hello and welcome to It's Lit, where all things literary live at the root. I'm Maisha Kai, Managing Editor of The Glow Up, and today we're talking with Emmy-winning actress Kiki Palmer. Now, Kiki is best known for her roles in films like Akilah and the Bee, Hustlers, and the Scream Queen series. But for those of us who have been following her closely over the years, you are well aware that she is a multi-talented powerhouse. In addition to being a talented actress, Kiki is also a singer, TV show host, social media extraordinaire, and a writer. In 2017, Kiki published her memoir, I Don't Belong to You, Quiet the Noise and Find Your Voice. And now she's partnered with romance novelist Jasmine Guillory to produce a collection of short stories called Southern Bell Insults. Now, if that title is familiar to you, that's because the collection is based off of Kiki's social media alter ego, Lady Miss Jacqueline. And let me tell you, it is fun. All five stories are available to read or listen to for free on Amazon. And I highly recommend checking out the audio version because it is narrated. And when I say narrated, I mean acted by Kiki herself. You know, it was such a delight speaking with Kiki. Even though we caught her on a busy break from set, she was so engaging and so present and so gracious. And she radiates the exact same energy that you see in her on screen. So it was so cool to have her here to talk about how this collection of short stories came together. So without further delay, here is my conversation with the irrepressible Kiki Palmer. Kiki, welcome to It's Lit. Thank you for having me. This is, no, this is a treat. This is a treat. And I'm going to try to work sorry to this man somewhere in this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) No, but we are so excited to have you here. I mean, you have been delighting us for years. I have to say, you know, my, I mentioned this in passing to my boyfriend that I was getting to interview you today. And he was like, she's all grown up. (laughs) And And a lot of us really have watched you you know, evolve into this really, really dynamic woman and entertainer and working across mediums. And here you are with a new series of stories out that you've co-written with Jasmine Guillory, romance novelist, Jasmine Guillory. Shout out to her. Yes. Uh, Southern Belle Insults. And uh, we're going to dig into that in a second. But first, we have a little tradition here to slit with all of our guests. You know, this is a podcast about Black books, Black writers, Black thought. Black love. Yeah. Um, Was there a book or books that inspired you and made you believe you can write and made you want to be a storyteller? Man, I think I really was the kind of person that always really connected to films and TVs more simply because Mm. I -hmm. always liked the ability to to visualize things. Um, But growing up, I think certain books that I really liked were like, you know, I like Junie B. Jones, you know, because it was just like you know, following a story of a kid, you know, it was a kid star of a book. And that was something that I related to, obviously, at that age group. But I can't say that I was actually too crazy of an avid reader, which is why my journey on, on book writing has been so, um, you know, it's been encouraging and empowering for me, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, we should know for people who don't know that this isn't your first effort as an author. <laughs> you, you have a book that came out in 2017. I don't belong to you. Quiet the noise and find your voice. Yes. Uh, you have definitely found yours. Oh, thank you. um, and, and this one, this series now, this fi- so this is a five part series. And speaking of visually inspired, this was inspired by a character that you created that you've had online for a while. <laughs> Lady Miss Jacqueline and her, I guess, compatriots, as yeah, it were, yeah. which has been pretty entertaining. 
to watch. And so I, I was I was fascinated to see how you would translate this into book form. And I, I'm going to tell you, I did this thing. I, I do it with some of our guests who I know are also performers. Well, I'll read the, I will listen to the book instead of reading it. And you are hilarious. <gasps> Absolutely hilarious. I highly recommend it any of our listeners listen to the audio. Oh my gosh. Thank Bell you so insults. much for that. Thank you. Cause I really was, that was, I was really having my fun with the audio portion. Really? Oh, you went for it. You definitely, <laughs> you. You definitely went for it. But you know, I'm fascinated because, you know, I, of course I know that you like me, I am, I should tell you, I am recording this from Chicago. Ooh, yeah. I know you're a Chicago girl as well. Uh, what what inspired the Southern Belle that we know as Lady Miss Jacqueline? Well, I mean, as you know, coming from Chicago, the Great Migration, many of our mothers, yeah. grandmothers, grandfathers, and so on are all from the South, Memphis. Um, we do call ourselves up South. We, we do, we do, and we really and we really are. Like a lot of people <laughs> meet me, and they're like, "Are you from the South?" I'm like, "No, I'm from Chicago." Like you never been there before, right. but a lot of people don't know. You know, <laughs> if they haven't spent a lot of time there, but we have very much so a Southern city vibe at times, and so. I think, you know, me spending all the time I did with my grandmother as a kid, sometimes it, it, it leaves me open to going into that Southern draw where I'll be like, oh, okay, smart as a whip, or I'll say something. And I was working with my, um, my now producing partner, Max Wyatt, at the time uh, we had just met, and he kind of picked up on that personality trait. And he was like, there's a character there. And that's when we cre- ended up creating Lady Miss Jacqueline um, and, and created the sketch, which was Southern Belle Insults, which simply just started out first as a Southern Belle that gave insults, you know what I mean? And a Southern Belle doesn't give insults like it just all anybody. She gives it like a Southern Belle. Um, she does it very undercut, you know what I mean? And you almost don't even know if you should say thank you or be offended. And from there, we created the name for her. And, and, and that's how the whole world of Lady Miss Jacqueline was born. Well, I love Lady Miss Jacqueline for any number of reasons, but she's, you know, she's a lady and a tramp. Yeah, I love so it. True. No, no, but you're exactly <laughs> correct. That is exactly her. She's so fun. Like she's, you know, she's like your, your, your eighties lead in a nighttime. Yes. So she's just hilarious. Um, and I enjoy her so much, but you've also, you know, you've got all these other characters here you've got, you know, and, and, and I don't think it's a spoiler alert to say that one of the coolest things about this is it's such a black girl's tale Yeah. Um, in terms of these characters that evolve with these different hairstyles, these different wigs literally that your main character puts on. And I I just, you know, what, what inspired that kind of narrative? I mean, I I know what it, what it inspired for me because I've been there, but I was was curious to know how that came about for you. You know what? I think what, what inspired me to really create it was the reality of it. You know, when you put on a new wig or you get a new look, you do access a different part of yourself. You know, but the reality is, is all those parts of yourself have always existed. But sometimes we need, you know, to change our hair up or do something different in order to really feel like we're giving ourselves permission for that. And I've always kind of loved these fantasy whimsical stories that bring us back to the kind of interpersonal tale of self-acceptance. You know, and that is the real story here is that we have this character, Janet, who we've seen in the sketch. Lady Miss Jacqueline has always kind of, you know, put down for being so... Uh, you know, down on herself all the time. So when she puts on these wigs and she starts to slowly transform, she's realizing, or she ends up realizing that she's always been this multifaceted, dynamic queen. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You know, one of the things that I do think is so charming about this series is that you do kind of, you, you hit on this kind of narrative arc that I think we see in a lot of classic novels, right? Like, I mean, this is like the arc of like the Wizard of Oz, or as we yes. prefer the Wiz, right? Yes. Where you find out you had it in you all along. Yes. And, and these characters that you've been dragging along with you are, are all you, right? Yes. Um, yes. So, you know, fleshing out Janet and fleshing out, you know, Lady Miss Jacqueline, who gets to narrate this tale, you know, she's she's the, uh, you know, down south lady whistled down of the situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, just tell us why, you know, why you felt like that was such an important message to get across. Because I feel like so many of us are living like this day in and day out where we decide that we have to be who we were or who we thought we were going to be, you know, in, in our 20s. And now we're 30 and we want to do something different. And we feel like we can't give ourselves permission to do that. It's just that reminder that I think I've always been speaking true, especially when it comes to me and my own personal life and to my audience and to black women, uh, you know, and black people in general that, you know, where we're always trying, you know, people are forcing us to be some kind of monolith. But yet, at the end of the day, we're all different. You know, we all bring something new and different to the table. And there's always different aspects of ourselves that sometimes we want to pull out and use when the time is right and put away when we want to get into something else. And so I think for me, as much as I love to entertain and I love my comedy, you know, being in the comedy uh, world for those reasons, I also think comedy has the opportunity to say something profound or to say something that's encouraging and inspiring and, and it kind of like a, oh, wow, I didn't realize that this was what I was getting from this, but wow, I, I love that. And that's kind of what I wanted to bring uh, to this. It's those stories of realizing that, you know, I've, I've always had what I've needed inside. This is, you know, the story of, you know, really learning to love yourself. You know, I, and, and you are a beloved person. And I mean, I think as a figure, you've become a, a pop cultural icon. Oh, <laughs> for many thank reasons. you. Thank <laughs> I think you. you know, I don't think this is news to you. And you've had, your your career's had a trajectory. I don't think any of us could have predicted, you know, looking back on like Akilah and the Bee, right? Right. <laughs> We're all like, oh, wow. Definitely you know? not. I was but, giving um, y'all Janet, honey. I was putting on them wigs and switching it up. You were. <laughs> you were. You were giving us that. Um Tell us what it was like, you know, working, you know, you collaborated on this with Jasmine Gilly. Yes. Um, you know, she's a best-selling author. She's she knows her stuff. How did you all link up? How did this come about? And what was the process like of kind of taking these characters from, I guess, TikTok to the page, as it were? Uh, you know, it's so interesting because Amazon, you know, they came in and immediately were there to help me to figure out how to do this collaboration. They sent me a bunch of different names and Jasmine was the one who's writing that I was, you know, that I love the most, I should say, all of them were great, you know, that they sent, but Jasmine was the one I thought was a really great fit for me. And my main thing was, again, making sure that it's able to be a story, uh, and, you know, for readers, as well as kind of this audiobook version that, you know, is kind of heard more like a one-woman show. I think sometimes I can think very film and TV. And so that was yes. my biggest thing. <laughs> yeah, I can, I see, every, I, I saw this as a movie. And so I really was, you know, leaning on Jasmine to help me put it more into book form um, and help me flesh out those stories uh, in, in these characters and the, and the 
sequence of events, you know what I mean, in a way that was going to be most comfortable for the reader. You know, which character should she meet and which lesson should she meet through which character early on and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, her skill and her uh, discipline in that area was a huge support for me. You know, um, you've been in the news lately a lot for your manifesting abilities. Right? So this is a story about manifestation, but you've also, you know, there's been obviously how you ended up on Insecure this final yeah. season. And it's been a thrill to see you there. We know you just asked Whoopi for a job on the video. <laughs> so, now that's Chicago. You know. That's the most Chicagoest thing I've ever done. <laughs> it's so Chicago. It's so like, look, closed mouths don't get fed. That's <laughs> Literally. That is how we are. <laughs> um, you know, and this is a book about manifesting, but, um, you know, do you see this like moving to the screen? Because I could totally see this as like a limited series or, or a series period. It would be a dream for me. You know, in my mind, Lady Miss Jacqueline, I would love for her to be like Medea, you know, where it's like Lady Miss Jacqueline takes the countryside or Lady Miss Jacqueline goes to LA or Lady Miss, you know, I love that character so much. And for me, you know, to get the opportunity with Amazon, I would hope that it's just the first in many steps towards a, wor- a world of Lady Miss Jacqueline because I really love her as a character because even though she always is shading Janet and she comes from kind of this sassy energy, she is a feminist. She's a powerhouse. She is, you know, uh, I, I love how confident Lady Miss is in her sexuality and her just her. Kind of I was like- going to ask you about that because she's really, you know, yes, she may be a Southern belle, but she's also very much a progressive queen to yes! me, like in terms of her, you know, and I've noticed that, you know, you, you throw in references to non-binary folk here you she talks about her sexuality in a way that is very very free and very very fluid um which I thought was actually a really dope aspect to put into the book like I just kind of was like now that you wouldn't expect and and I do think that for our audiences in particular sometimes that's a little more challenging yes yes um so like can we talk about that decision to do that yes Yeah, you know why? Because it speaks to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of these people Mm -hmm. where it's like you have to we have to just like embrace one another. That's really just how I believe. I believe in love and want to embrace everybody for being who they want to be. And that's inspiring and that's encouraging because when other people are able to be themselves, you're inspired to be yourself from whatever category that that is. I feel like that's what I love about this character. Like I said, Lady Miss and, and, you know, And really, again, you know, when it comes to characters at the end of the day, there's always going to be qualities that make, you know, there are going to be pros and cons. You know what I mean? There's certain parts of Lady Miss Jacqueline where she's completely and utterly offensive and insane. But when it comes to, you know, her womanhood, when it comes to embracing her queens and kings and the community and all this stuff like this, she has an aspect to her that, you know, yes, she does it funny, but she does it in a way that it's inclusive. And I think that's always been the thing for me and my brand is inclusivity. I'm not an I'm not a person that tries to be exclusive you know from the things I wear and dress I'm I'm high to low uh wigs or no wigs natural hair braids whatever it is I'm all about inclusivity and it just I think it just ends up you know meshing into my work because it's really who I am you know and I think it's what makes you so refreshing I mean when I talk about you becoming kind of this modern pop culture icon (laughs) and really hilarious I mean you're so funny it's just you. you know Everybody was so excited at the root today when I said I was going to speak to you. People, everybody sends their shouts, by the way. Yes, tell them <laughs> I said, hey, you know it's your girl. Yes, they were very excited. Um, so, you know, barring Miss Jacqueline, Lady Miss Jacqueline making it 
to the screen quite yet because I'm going to root for that as well. Like I yes. would, wa- this, I would watch this show. I would watch this film because it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, and and, it, and she's kind of unlike. She is both a whole gang of people we know and kind of like unlike anybody we've ever seen. Yes. <laughs> I'm like I know this lady, but I don't. I've never seen her. I ain't never met her, but I do know her. <laughs> I do know her. Um, but what are you working on now? What's what's next? What's next for you? So I just finished Nope with Jordan Peele, which I was totally and completely thrilled about. I was so happy to work on that movie. Literally an experience of a lifetime. Um, I cannot even tell you. Uh, so I just finished that. I'm also doing a bunch of different hosting things, getting ready to do uh, Bear Witness, which is uh, something I'm doing. I host with Common. I've done it done it i guess two years in a row now just about things that are going on in the world bringing awareness to what's happening within the community the different things that we're trying to change on a political scale and just awareness to what, what shout we, out to what, chicago there yeah yep, exactly love him i also have a movie with him that's getting ready to come out uh it's actually going to be featured in sundance um this year this or should i should say top of next year called alice uh, that common and i did together um, and a couple of other things coming out next year that I'm not sure that I can really mention, uh, working on Big Mouth, which is also already airing, uh, the season yes. that, my first season that I did. I have been watching. Yes. Oh, good. <laughs> yes. And I love doing animation. It's the most fun, obviously working on proud family as well. Um, but that's, that's the main thing. And then of course, all my digital stuff, I'm always creating, uh, you know, new content on my YouTube and my Instagram and all that stuff. So you can always find me on the socials as well. I mean, I don't know where you find the time, but do we have any more books in your future? Any more stories? Are we going to get some more installments here? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there's definitely the, the relationship with Amazon is such a great experience doing the Southern Bell Insults uh, collection. So I'm sure there'll be something else down the line, whether it be a, a evolution to uh, something more audio based or maybe a show or anything. I'm definitely down. All right. Well, we're down too. And thank you so much oh, for joining us today. I know you are literally in transit right now doing this interview with us and and we appreciate it but you know we could not pass up the opportunity to talk to kiki palmer so thank you so much for being on it's lit thank you and i wouldn't have missed it for the world so thank you too Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The Root Presents It's Lit is produced by myself, Maisha Kai, and Michaela Heck. Our sound engineer is Ryan Allen. Our theme song was penned by yours truly and producer Scott Jacoby. If you like the show and want to help us out, please, please, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out and we appreciate your feedback so much. Now, if you have any thoughts or feedback, you can always find me on Twitter at Maisha, that's M-A-I-Y-S-H-A, and at Maisha Kai on Instagram. Now, before we go, we always like to talk a little bit about what we're currently into. 
And, you know, usually we're talking about books and I'm going to spin this a little bit. These are not books I've read, but they are books that as we approach the holiday season, we have a little downtime. I kind of want to get into, I think this is, you know, tis the season of the celebrity memoir. And this season we have two great ones coming out. We have Will by Will Smith. And we have Dwayne by Dwayne Wade, who I consider a friend of the podcast because he's been here with his wife, Gabrielle Union, to talk about their shady baby. You can revisit that in our uh, podcast link. But, you know, both these books, they're, are, they're coming from very different direction, but are about the scope of these incredible careers. Um, the excerpts I've read of Will sound really vulnerable. I've, I've heard it's one of the best memoirs of this genre to have been written, so I'm really excited to dig into it over the holidays. While Dwayne's, I think for any basketball lover, you know, it really chronicles this career. And, you know, as a fellow Chicago native, I, I have a soft spot for Dwayne Wade, so, and he's just such a nice guy as well. So those are two things I'm going to be recommending and, you know, possibly gifting uh, this holiday season. But, you know, for now, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening as always, and we will see you next week. In the meantime, you know what to do. Keep it lit.